0: Hi, Nikki. Welcome to a bonus episode of Rework. I'm Waylon Wong. Today's episode is about a phone call, not the one that you heard opening the episode, but it's about what happens when you call the 1-800 number on the back of a consumer packaged good. This episode is also about one of my favorite topics, processed cheese snacks.
1: My name is Nikki Siliantang and I am a product designer.
0: So I grew
1: up in the Philippines. My mom's a huge snacker, and Cheese Curls is her favorite. So that was like my snack growing
0: up. How would you describe the taste of Cheese Curls as you remember it from your childhood? It was a thick cheese
1: and very dense and My goal would be to get as much cheese as I could on my fingers and then just start scraping them off with my teeth.
0: How did Cheese Curls compare to other processed cheese snacks for you? I mean, was your heart kind of like, did it just belong to Cheese Curls or did you kind of try other processed cheese snacks, um, enjoy them?
1: I don't think I eat any other cheese snacks, except maybe Doritos. Um, but I know a lot of what's popular in the States, I know, is Cheetos, and
0: I hate Cheetos. Ugh, you hate Cheetos. What is it about the Cheetos that um, you dislike so much, kind of vis-a-vis cheese curls, yeah. your, your holy grail?
1: So there's cheese curls and there's cheese balls, right? That's yeah. another planters. That's like the sister. I don't know. They kind of, kind of come together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, cheese balls are very much like uh, like Cheetos, I would say. It's like puffy and light. Cheese curls is not like that. It's like a heavier snack.
0: Right. They're like crunchier, right? Yes, crunchier. And the, then, have you tried um, the Cheetos? Because there's two kinds of Cheetos. There's the puffy kind, and then there's like the thinner, crunchier kind that I think is closer to the cheese curls really? texture. Yeah, because um, those are the kinds of Cheetos I like. I don't do the puffy ones. Although, oddly enough, I do do cheese what's balls. It what? What are the – is it called something else? I think it's just called – and they might be called Cheetos Crunchy, like, and then the other kinds are mm. called Cheetos Puffs. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, I, I do see what you mean about like the puffy because I don't really like the puffy either, aside from yeah. uh, like a cheese ball. And I don't know why yeah. in spherical form I'm okay with it, just not mm. in a elongated <laughs> form. <laughs> Okay, we've established that Nikki is a Cheese Curls super fan. In 2006, planters phased out the Cheese Curls. Then, in 2018, citing popular demand over the last 12 years, it brought them back.
1: So I was super excited to find out that that it, it came back. And then I knew I would have a hard time finding it in a regular, just like a brick and mortar store. So I basically ended up ordering it online on Amazon. I sort of live ate it. I mean, not on <laughs> video, but live tweeted my my um, my excitement, I guess, or like, my, you know, the arrival of, of the cheese curl. But was very disappointed when I finally ate it and it tasted like Cheetos.
0: The puffy kind.
1: Um, The puffy kind. And not just that. So we had only covered the cracker or the base or whatever we want to call it. (laughs) But the cheese itself was what was most disappointing. It was basically like a Cheetos cheese, which is a – it's much more like – it's like lighter and more powdery. Mm. And so it doesn't – when you get on your fingers, it's it's just more like – it doesn't stick as much and it doesn't get – Yeah, it doesn't get sticky.
0: Did it taste different, too? Like, besides the consistency of the cheese, yeah, it tasted different? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It tasted like a Cheeto. So then did your heart just sink?
1: I think I always expect to be disappointed, and I'm very skeptical of um, sequels.
0: (laughs) Of all kinds?
1: (laughs) Of all kinds. I'm very much an original. So um, I would actually have been surprised if it was as good as I remembered it being.
0: And then Nikki saw something. On the can was a little box that said, visit us at planters.com. And then underneath that, I listed a phone number. 1-877- 677-3268. Please have package available.
1: I have always wondered about who calls that number and what they say and how they actually handle your your complaint, or your feedback, and it was just a spur-of-the-moment thing. Thank you for calling the Kraft Heinz
2: Company Consumer Center. Your call is very important to us. As part of our commitment to quality, this call may be monitored or recorded. Thank you for calling Kraft Heinz Company. My name is Edith. How may I help you? Hi, yeah, I just
1: had feedback about the cheese curls. Okay, how can I help you? So my comment is just that. Um, so I'm really happy that you guys brought it back, but it doesn't taste like what it used to. It it actually tastes like Cheetos, which I don't like. So I I feel like it, you, the cheese used to be denser and saltier. Um, and I feel like now it's like a little more powdy, powdery, and kind of more like a light cheese, like Cheetos. That's all.
2: Before it used to not be powdery, like the powdery
1: cheese. Yeah, I feel like before it used to be, like, denser and almost, like, stickier. Like, it would really, like, thicken up on your fingers, whereas now it's kind of a
2: more powdery type of cheese. All right. So, we're for that information, ma'am, so they could go ahead and take a look into your um, feedback on the product. Um, by any chance, would you have the product packaging with you? Yes. You know the, the black lines that you scan at the grocery store?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The barcode? I need the numbers underneath the black
1: lines. Oh,
2: Two nine zero 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 two three eight
1: seven
2: one. Alrighty, and it's the four ounces, right? Yes. Alrighty, ma'am. So again we do um I am very sorry that you just like the taste of the product. I will fire your comments onto our marketing staff so they could be aware of this incident. Um and also, um, may I just go and get your first and last name for the to submit the suggestion um, Yeah. for your feedback.
1: Yeah, it's Nicole and And then my last name is Tang S Y L I A N T E N G. Alrighty. And as
2: a record of the call, we'd like to priority phone number.
1: You need my phone number?
2: As a record of the call? Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty, ma'am. So I did want ahead and um, add you to the uh, as a record of the call, your phone number. Is there anything else I could assist you on today?
1: Um, no, that's it. Uh would I guess, how do people find out if pe- if the if the company changes something about the product, like if they if they you oh. know get the feedback and then they decide to change something, how do people stay updated or is it just it just so happens?
2: Then, um, most of the time, if they do make a change, they will
1: um, say it to the store personnel. Okay.
2: Uh, to uh, put it out, and they will go ahead and put. They should pretty much put it on the labeling.
1: Okay, got it. Okay.
2: Um, is there anything else could assist you on today?
1: No, that's it. Thank you.
2: Well, I thank you for calling them. Have a great rest of your day.
1: Thanks. Bye. How do you
0: feel about how that call went?
1: It was okay, I think. I didn't get any information. It's like, it's just a, they just take your feedback and say, well, you know, we'll tell the marketing team or the product team. I kind of would have wanted them to get back to me about, Like the thinking behind why they brought it back or um, how I could follow along and kind of subscribe to (laughs) if they made any changes. Uh
0: So have you heard any follow up from them? Because they took your information, right? But have you heard anything from them since then? No, I have not. Are you expecting to or no? No. I mean, with your experience of calling planters about the cheese curls, do you feel like it makes you more inclined or less inclined to pipe up in the future if you ever have feedback for kind of like a big consumer brand like this?
1: Yeah, I think it makes me more inclined. I think because for a long time, it was a mystery about what actually happened on those calls. And so now that I know, I think it actually be interesting to see how different companies respond.
0: Oh, interesting. So even though you felt like they didn't give you very much or like they weren't They didn't really give you the information you were looking for that you might still want to try your luck and see if another company is different? Yeah,
1: I'd be curious. I want to ask you about the time that you called.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Freshman year of college, I had a friend who lived down the hall from me in my dorm. And she once said, whenever you see a 1-800 number on the back of a package, you should always call it. Because you get free stuff. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? And she said, well, she said, I was eating a Quaker chewy chocolate chip granola bar. And I decided to call the number on the back of the box and tell Quaker Oats that I felt like my granola bar had fewer chocolate chips in it than usual. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like so petty. It's like so funny that like in college, you just have like all the time in the world to do goofy things. So she... Like, called and complained about her particular package of granola bars. And then Quaker sent her free granola bars or, like, a coupon for, like, a free box of granola bars. And she was really pleased with this outcome. So she said, always call the 1-800 number. And then years later, I had this stick of secret deodorant and... One day, I realized that I had literally been using this stick of deodorant for, like, three years. I mean, it was some, like, really yeah. strange amount of time where I was like, I don't think deodorant is supposed to last this long. Is it bad that I'm still using this deodorant because it's, like, the the date, expired. you know? <laughs> yeah, it had, like, expired. So I'm like, oh, now I'm using expired deodorant. So I called the 1-800 number and I explained – I, like, of course, over-explained this whole situation. And – um. And the woman was like, well, she's like, there's nothing that is um, – you're not going to hurt yourself by using an expired stick of deodorant, but the efficacy will have run out, basically. Um, so we do recommend that, you know, you you know, get a new thing of deodorant because the one you're currently using probably isn't doing anything for you. And then she took right. down my information, and I believe I was sent a coupon for, like, some – amount off of a new stick of deodorant, secret deodorant. So I went and uh, bought a new one. But I thought maybe they would be more intrigued by the story of a customer who had somehow (laughs) managed to make a stick last for this long. But she did not seem that interested in it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So that's my story about calling. I think that's the only time I've called the 1-800 number on the back of a package.
1: Your stories have just made me want to keep calling the 1-800 <laughs> numbers now.
0: You should start a podcast. I have not or done just, for free yet. I know. Just call- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for having me. Well, thank it's you fun. so much for taking the time. All right. Have a good one. Okay, you too. Okay, bye.